Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So stay with us as right now we present. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. It's a Monday and we're happy to be here, quite frankly. We've got a great coach for you today. Somebody who's has um, really gone through a life experience and has come out the other side. He's written a book um, by the by the title of Seven Levels of Truth, A Direct Path to Your Life Purpose, which I think we're all looking for at one level or another, is what are, what is our life purpose and why are we really here? And how can how can we figure that out and and really live the life that we really want to live? So uh, Bill Heinrich uh, Heinrich, isn't it? Heinrich, yeah. Heinrich. A, saying, I like to say, call me anything, Kevin, but late for dinner. Yes, and I, <laughs> I, I concur with that. So uh, Bill Heinrich is with, is with us, and, and he's got quite a story because he was a corporate guy. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you tell your story? Okay. Yeah, no, I've never been a corporate guy. I want to clean that up right away. I've always been employed myself. Uh, bought my first business at a very young age, 25 years old, sold it seven years later. I was on the East Coast, moved out West. But but what was really happening is I, I could never find satisfaction and I could never hold on to success. And my life just became more chaotic. And it literally, the only way I can describe it is it really got crazy. And it just got to the point that I was so miserable that nearly 30 years ago, Kevin, almost 30 years ago, I walked away from my life. I literally walked away from it to find out, find the source of my misery. And that's where I've spent the last 30 years is researching that. The last 15, working with business people, business owners, executives, um, to show them how it's possible to live with extreme happiness without sacrificing success. When you were 30 years ago, looking for a way to, how did, how did you even verbalize it or, or contemplate it in your mind? Because a lot of people, they figure, well, I'm not very happy, but that's just the way life is. Um, well, I, I lived that way a long time. In fact, I lived, I'm, I'm very funny. <clears throat> and I use my humor to protect myself my, my, my whole life. So um, I, I, I avoid jokes now. <laughs> Because I want to make sure that be certain that I'm not doing anything that's keeping anyone at bay by my cleverness. Uh, I one evening got in this momentary fit of rage. And in the course of that, a voice came in my head and said, Bill, this is not you. I don't know where that voice came from, but it caused me to just stop in my tracks it was about 9 15 9 30 at night and i went upstairs and sat on the bed and just for a little while and it was like i don't know i just said i've got to go find out why i'm so miserable and got up and the woman i was in relationship told her that and i walked out and never came back i was i was finished i was finished with the misery i was finished with the chaos i was finished with judging blaming shaming finished being a victim lack of self-worth low confidence, lack of self-esteem, just, there were so many things. So, so many things. I was just miserable. 
Well, so I went out oh, and found ahead. the sources. Went out and found how to change it. It took a while, but I found it. Well, I, I can I can only imagine. First of all, when you left, did you pack a suitcase? Uh, yeah. Well, no. When I walked out, no. I just left. I did go back and get some clothes and things. In fact, I bought a home from a fellow. I bought it uh, directly from him. He had built it, and he was carrying all the paper on it. And three days later, I went over to his house, rang the front doorbell, and said, here are the keys to the house. I'm leaving. I know you're not going to be happy about this, but you have to understand there's nothing you're going to do or say that's going to make me change my mind about what I'm doing. And whatever you choose to do is fine with me. And turn around and walk out. That takes a lot of a lot of intestinal fortitude to be able to to do that and to put that together. What what do you think deep down was it was it your level of unhappiness with it and that you knew that you had to make a radical change um, in in your life? Is that is that what really was the motivating factor? Because a lot of people will say, "I've had a bad day." Okay, I've had a bad week. Well, this isn't a very good year, but you know, I'm I'm I don't know how to go about changing it you had to have an inkling in your own mind of, okay, I've got an idea of how I had no idea. Just, and so I actually wandered for like six months aimlessly. I died during that time, dissecting myself, looking at everything. Um, and all I knew after dissecting myself, I nicknamed myself the sticky note kid because what I found was I was covered with everybody telling me how I'm supposed to live. You don't do this. You work hard. You that, 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 all the stuff that wasn't me. So once I peeled those off and got aware of those, um, I then was committed to, to find a way to live with no doctrine, no physical doctrine. In other words, uh, I was brought up I was a Catholic and obviously a lot of doctrine, a lot of rules, a lot of stuff. And it was like, no, no doctrine. So, um, in fact, I found that in Deepak Chopra's book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, mm. which are which are nothing more than the seven universal laws. Uh, however, I started looking at those. I was like, well, this is interesting because the first one says you're pure potential. And I said, what does that mean? I'm, I thought I was, you know, pure nothing like worthless and i looked at it i was like wow yeah like oh we are all connected and we are and i started that and you know each day there's a different law there's seven days seven laws every day i studied it did that for almost three years um every day and was amazed to see what was showing up in my how correct that was that there's so many resources available to us that we aren't aware of but they aren't in the physical and what I've come to find out is this one, my life is out of control and yours is too. Two, people are living life with a blindfold on making decisions based on who they aren't. True. They're making decisions based upon who they are. And three, the primary focus of most people is to get to death safely. <laughs> <laughs> not that you put it that way but a lot of people that's how they it's that's true how, it is true do i have enough money to get to death 
Well, and that that, that is a primary concern of a lot of folks. Yeah, it is the only concern. And the fact of the matter is nobody knows when they're going to die. Consequently, our lives are out of control. Completely. You know, and that somebody, makes us very nervous. Or you could be really excited and live in the present moment. Right here, right now. That's all that matters. That's all there is. That's all there is. In fact, that's gone. We're in a new one. Continually. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what people do is they live, you know, they live with, when you look at it, Kevin, the boundaries of our ignorance are insidiously ridiculous. We live in these narrow, narrow, narrow boundary, and it's all about protecting ourselves in rigidity. People say they're flexible, but they aren't because their focus is in the physical. And when your focus is in the physical, and I'm referring to your physical life, you're in survival. Mm -hmm. That's all you get out of the physical, lack of clarity, work, suffering. That's all you're going to get. There's no happiness. Happiness does not come from the physical. Happiness comes from within. It comes from the non-physical. Mm-hmm. Not the physical. As I've seen this, what I found is, first of all, we all have life lessons. We have 38 different life lessons passed. And those life lessons passed have millions of different combinations. Because people have life lessons, we're born with this huge blind spot. Like a huge blind spot. This is where you encounter all of your difficulties, frustration, and angst. And you can't see it because you're just so blind to it. And I've been doing this 15 years. And I'm telling you, it's like, it's astounding when people find this out, you know, when they see it. Because it's just it's uncannily accurate in a general sense because the different areas deal with creativity and confidence and um, cooperation and balance. Now you can imagine if somebody has a life lesson in cooperation and balance, Kevin, how are they going to behave? They're going to be uncooperative and lack balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going to piss people off. I mean, you know. <laughs> the bottom line, that's, yeah, that's. It, that's it, yeah. It, and if it's expression and sensitivity, what, how are they going to be behaving? If, if it's expression and sensitivity, they're going to be expressing themselves inappropriately, right? And they're going to be overly sensitive and get angry about things because, you know. And so there's nine different areas and then there's, three you combine three of those areas to make up one person's life lesson with an overall life lesson right so my life lesson is around integrity and wisdom and now that i'm for all practical purposes on the other side of my life lessons i'm just letting my wisdom go <laughs> i'm unloading that's it everybody's just going to hear the truth now, when you, and sometimes the truth is uncomfortable. Uh, it's always uncomfortable. You know why? Why? Because, first of all, 
there's really only one truth in life. But the reason it's uncomfortable is it's a confrontation to somebody's story. Wow. And all people do is live in their stories and protect their stories. Yet we live in a universe that's infinite, that's constant state of expansion and organic growth, always changing. Mm-hmm. And we we live on Earth and think we're the center of the universe, or I did anyways, you know. <laughs> and the fascinating thing is, I heard this scientist on a, a documentary about infinity said something that really just kind of, it kind of blew my mind because it was so simple and so true. What he said is, we know all about Earth. And the reason we know all about Earth is because we've been able to leave it and see it. We -hmm. can go around Earth. We can get outside and look at it. With the universe, we're on the inside looking out. And that's why our vision is blocked. Well, and and the numbers, when you you look at the universe and and the number of galaxies and the number of planets and... It's infinite. Well, and the numbers are not comprehensible we we that's too big for us to understand mm-hmm. and so consequently we think of the earth because that's what we know in fact it's a little dust dust particle in the universe that you're um, you're exaggerating quite a bit but i'll go along with that <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a minuscule piece of the universe and and we we tend to think that that we you know, we're all that in a bag of chips so that the sun sets and rises with us mm-hmm. and all of that. And that's just not so. I did want to ask you, though, why do you think it is? Because religion has tried for and this is not the best religion, by the way. But I think that that everybody that I talk to that is had a, uh, a spiritual transition, they have not necessarily left their tra- their religion, but they've expanded upon it into a much more spiritual uh, understanding mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. how it all works, and mm-hmm. that's what happened to you as well. It happened. Mm-hmm. It happened to Deepak Chopra. It happens to. It happened to me. It happens mm-hmm. to a lot of folks. Well, to and I agree. I'll, I'll give you my whole take on religions. Spirituality, you know, religions for people who don't want to go to hell, and spirituality is for people who've already been there. <laughs> that's true they've already been there and i believe here. i believe there is a heaven and hell but it's on earth yes yeah. not in the afterlife our energy leaves right so religions are good it's great for people it gives them a sense of community it gives them the opportunity to have faith and to live in a belief that there's something else and there is something else however there's 7,000 different religions. So that's where I start having an issue. If there's one universe and seven, you know, the religions are in the physical. So whenever you look in the physical, you're looking at limitation. Anything mm-hmm. on earth is limitation. Okay. Limitation, work, lack of clarity, suffering. That's life on earth. Good mental health is understanding Right now, you and I are both facing challenges in our life. Mm -hmm. It's the nature of life. 
And good mental health is knowing full well when we get to the other side of that challenge, there's another one waiting for us. Of course. That's the way life works. That's the way it works. And if you take it one step farther, if you take your challenges as something that is a positive challenge rather than, oh, wow, look at me. This is a horrible mm-hmm. happened to me again. If you Poor say, me. yeah, if, if you turn that around and say, this is exciting that I get to experience this challenge and come out the other side of it. I wonder how it's going to turn out. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Well, one thing I know for certain with all the things I've been through in my life, I think it was was it dale carnegie how to win friends and influence people yes i think i think it was him who said you know every problem contains a seed of opportunity that's equal to or greater than the problem itself and that is very very true yep and you're you're right you're right challenges provide us growth and more awareness and an understanding however it puts most people into the position of a victim because something's happening to them. Right. And what, when you're a victim, you're giving your power away. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, Kevin, and you say, well, this is really kind of exciting because I'm going to learn something. There's a challenge I got to get to the other side of. You're claiming your power. And people don't know how to do that. Because that's, our, well, go ahead. All of our power, all of our potential is in the non-physical. And that's one of the reasons why you wrote your book, which is called The Seven Truths of, or The Seven Levels of Truth. Right. And uh, A Direct Path to Your Life Purpose. Mm-hmm. Which everybody, everybody wants to know what their life purpose is, and am I living my path? Am I doing the right thing for me? Am I am I wasting my talents? Am I, uh, you you had your own business at 25. By the way, I apologize for that. I My assumption was that because you were really successful very young, that uh, you were part of the corporate structure, but but you were, you were an entrepreneur, which actually makes more sense that you were very successful at a very young age. Uh, but no matter what the trappings were, it, you weren't happy with what you were doing because. Oh, you and I home. believe I was very successful, you know, literally. I, this was in the 70s, you know. I had a $100,000 credit line at the bank, and all I had to do was call them and tell them to deposit money in my account. You never signed papers. It was all different then. I, I would I would like to just point out to everybody that you were living in a house and the guy was carrying your papers. That never happens. Uh, that that he was he was carrying the the load. And then you just paid him and you were going to pay him off and and stuff like that. That's the power of how much money and how much influence you had at the time. Still have it. I just bought another. Well, I just sold it, but I bought another home in Las Vegas. The owner carried. I didn't get a mortgage. You Good know, for you. Good for nobody. Good. You just got to ask, you know, <laughs> and, and, and in that case, the realtors all said, no, no, no. He's an investor. He doesn't want to mess. I said, what is his phone number? Give me his phone number. <laughs> they gave me his phone number. I called him up. I said, look, here's my deal. I'll do this. I'll give you 20% down. I'll give you that price. Boom. He said, oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then, the, you know what the funny thing was? I did a one year note with him because I was get, going to get a mortgage. And I couldn't get a mortgage. This is a true story. The note was due September 15th. It was August 20th. 
I didn't have the mortgage. And I was sitting at my desk in the house. I thought, hmm. I grabbed my paperwork. I've never met the man. But because I mailed my, a check to him every month, I knew the address of his office. So I drove right down there. No appointment, nothing with my paperwork. Went in and saw the receptionist. Told her who I was. She, oh, I, Bill, yeah. I said, you, we get a check from you. Yeah, yeah, you do. I said, I, get, I don't even remember his name now. Is he in? She said, yeah, let me see if you can see it. She said, okay, he'll see it. So I go across to his office. I walk in his office and looked at him. And if you're him, I say, Kevin, let me tell you why I'm here. I owe you that money and I can't pay you. Now, I know you have the first need of trust on this house and you can do whatever you want, which is fine with me. I just need to let you know that I can't pay you. Happy to tell you why if you want to know. Either way, how, how do you want to handle this? And he sat there and looked at me, stunned, <laughs> and said, I don't need the money. Just keep making payments. No contract, no nothing. Cool. Just, just word of mouth. Just, yep. And I did, and about a year later, I paid him off. Right? So that's how you claim your power, is you just go get clarity. Yeah. I didn't... He could have said he was going to foreclose. I would have said, great, thank you for selling me the house. I really appreciate it. I'll have it sold before you foreclose on it. So, you know, I'll get it on the market, get it sold. That's what I would have done. Whatever mm-hmm. whatever he chose. And and you were not necessarily vested in the outcome. Whatever, whatever, whatever was going to happen was going to happen. My total, my total investment was in the clarity. Yes. So that I could then make a choice. I never make decisions anymore, by the way, Kevin. Don't don't make don't ever make another decision. They create stress, decision, the root word decision Latin is final. It creates overwhelm, stress. It's outside of you. You have outside influences. You're giving all your power away. Just make a choice. With power, you can make a choice. And if you don't like your choice later in the day, you can change it. Mm-hmm. I, I can, quick... you feel, can you feel the energetic difference in that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me, let me tell you, can I tell you a quick story? Yeah. What's, what's going on in my life right now? Mm-hmm. I, I, I used to, I, I'm a dog guy. I've always had dogs, love dogs. And uh, my, my last one died two years ago. And I've been getting the feeling in the back of my head, you know, that intuition saying, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. He wants to come see you again. And uh, so I had that confirmed with a with a animal communicator, and so I started looking at at, at dogs. So um, I'm not vested in what it is necessarily. I gave I gave the universe the parameters of what I would like, and I said, "Now you go fill the order. I can't. I you know I'll and you lead me to it." So um, sitting in, um, I live in I live in um, um, King County, and they have an animal shelter. And I went yesterday to see a, a dog, and they said, well, that dog is talking to somebody else right now. Would And I said, well, do you have any others? And she said, well, we have one. And so I saw that dog, beautiful little dog, exactly what I'm looking for, five years old, potty trained, um, behaviors are good, and so forth. And But I had another appointment, so I couldn't buy, I couldn't get him and take him home at that moment. So my stance is today, I... They opened at uh, 
noon my time. It's one twenty-five. I've got I get to talk to you, and then I've got a podcast after that, and then I'm going to go down there. If he's there, mm-hmm. he's mine. It's if he's not, he's somebody else's. Uh huh. And so I'm not vested in the outcome. I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here worried about it because if it's not meant to be, it won't happen. And that is the opposite of how people live. I know. It drives me crazy. They, they live connected and totally attached to the expectation and the, the need to have more, more material, more things. You will never get happiness in the material world. It is impossible to get happiness in the material world. The happiness must come from within. Mm-hmm. And we never know what it looks like because joy, abundance, love are all states of being. They are not doing, they are not, what does love look like? You can't describe it. It's impossible because it shows up so many different ways. Yeah. It's a feeling. And it's a feeling of pure truth. Absolutely. So what I found out is the only thing that matters is your energy. Nothing else matters. What's going on in the physical world doesn't matter. It's how you show up to it energetically. Mm -hmm. And when you're focused outside of yourself, your mind and brain is you're using and you're going to show up in fear and protection. Because that's all your mind can do is protect you. By design. That's what it's supposed to do. That's it. When your heart will always tell you the truth. We have two catalysts. The mind is what we use in the physical, and the heart is what we use to connect to the non-physical. It's impossible for your heart to create fear. Are you aware of that? Yes. It's impossible. That's not what your heart does. Yeah. It can feel it, but it can't create it. Fear can only be created in the physical. And some of us are extraordinarily good at it. I got I all got, of us. Yeah, all of us are. It's, it's part. It's it is part of. It's part of the fabric that makes life so beautiful. But when you don't understand the non-physical side of life, it just leads to constant suffering. Yeah. I love fear because fear is telling me, okay, something's out of alignment here. In fact, you want to hear something funny? I knew there was something wrong with this show when I got your email. The energy told me, I was like, there's something not right with this. And it was because it, both of us had gotten the emails. Right? I didn't know yeah. until I showed up, but I could feel it. I felt it. Like this. I don't know. Like I didn't take time to think about it. I didn't really care, but there was something and it didn't cause me any concern, but I noticed the energy instantly. Yeah. How long did it take you to become aware that number one energy exists and number two, that it's in everything that we do? Well, I guess there's an aspect of it that I would have to say I learned at a very young age. However, I didn't understand it. You know, here's, here's a saying for you, right? 
People will never remember what you said, Kevin, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Have you ever heard that? I heard that just the other day, as a matter of fact. It's all about energy. Our minds deal with intellect. Our heart deals with energy. So really, when you're in the physical, and you're in your physical life, the only thing that's true is how you feel, because everything else is a perception. And the only thing you ever see in the world is you. Because <clears throat> the world's a mirror. You're, yeah. you're taking information from your past and throwing it out in front of you and creating what you think you're seeing, yet there's four of you there and you're all four seeing something different, even though you kind of agree in general on the basic. But the truth of the matter is there's a lot more going on. But when you come from a place of energy, your energy is always in expansion or contraction. You're using energy or you're building energy. And our physical life <clears throat> is a massive consumer of energy. Mm -hmm. Massive. Because that's where the manipulation and control lives. <clears throat> when you understand it, having the ability to show up to any situation in life from a place of love for the benefit of all involved is going to improve any situation. It may not change it, but the outcome still may be the same, but how you feel about it will be much different. The quality of life you have, things happen, things happen. You know, one of the greatest fears, the greatest, maybe probably the greatest fear we have, which is kind of funny is fear of loss. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we know we're going to die. <laughs> We know, and so we have this insidious fear of loss in us, of ourselves. We have no control over it. But it comes in, and the to toxins get into everything we do. So it just spreads throughout your life when, it, when you're in the physical. And then people stand there and argue and fight and claim their spot and sit in rigidity and say stupid things kind of the way life is but when you come from the other side you say well <clears throat> i'm just here to contribute from a place of love and create good energy and i know doing that i'm always going to be welcome i'm not here to run anything i'm just here to be contributor with the understanding that every one of us is different extremely different and we can all connect on energy but we can't connect with our heads. Very true. So you were talking about the seven levels of truth. And the reason I wrote that book is the seven levels. We have something energy centers in our body known as chakras. Correct. You're familiar with chakras? Oh yeah. There's seven okay. major ones, but there are uh, points. Oh, there's, there's thousands. Yeah, there's thousands of points all, all over the body. It's, 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 it's infinite, but there's seven major ones. And why do you think there's seven levels of truth? Because there's seven distinct energies that run through each of the chakras. And what happens is when we're born, you know, we come into life perfect. They slap our ass and everything goes downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. 
it's all don't do this, don't do that. You got to survive. You got to work hard. You got to da, 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 da. But the truth of the matter is, and you're asking about your life purpose. Let me tell you what your life purpose isn't. It isn't what you're doing. It's how you're being. It's who you're being. It's the energy behind every thought, word, and action. It's understanding these seven energies, divine compassion, divine creation, divine order, divine uh, healing, divine authentic self-expression, divine truth, and divine power out of the crown chakra. These energies flow through us. But when we're born perfect, and then we come into this massive reduction into physical form, all these other things, and we have life lessons, it's like, you know, we're born with just one arm and one leg. I mean, as far as our mental capacity is concerned, because we're just being completely controlled and we lose our essence, our energy, because energy is all that matters. Because if I ask you to go to the most special time in your life, you're going to go to how it felt. And then you're going to tell me what appeared or manifested, right? Oh, yeah. So, so these energies flow through us. People don't understand the energies and the energies, when not understood, come out as penalties. So not only do we have life lessons, we have these energies. And I'll give you an example of that. A person with divine order, they embody harmony, balance, beauty. They love plans. They love blueprints. They love to teach. They do everything in a very orderly way. But if confronted or if somebody's upset with them, they will do whatever it takes to keep them happy. And the reason they will is because it is so, what's the word I'm looking for? It destroys their energy. You know, they're like, they, this isn't a conscious thought, or this is like, I can't stand it, right? It's that just, it's the feeling that you can't stand. It makes no sense whatsoever. What they need to learn to do is to step forward with that order, but they don't see it that way. That would be too scary because they're on the backside of a uh, of their divine gift, and so they don't understand their power by stepping into it in an orderly way. And everybody has divine order, but we have all different percentages of energies. No two people are the same. Everybody's totally, completely different, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Now, do you now, when you say everybody's totally and completely different, why do you think that is? Is that because of the length of time that we've been here, or the lessons that we've learned and are coming back, or are some of us more powerful than others? We're all equal, one hundred percent equal. We've come here to learn lessons and to heal our soul, and and when we come in, we come in with these different energies, and that's what makes the uniqueness. Yet we live in a physical society where they want everybody to fit in. You know, it's interesting that you say that, is that, do you know who Dr. Michael Newton is? I've heard he, the name, yes. He he read the, he, he wrote the book, Journey of Souls. Uh-huh. And what he'll say is that, number one, we never bring all of our power here. No. Um, and all of our energy here. So a portion of us stays on the other side. Um, and um, it can vary depending upon what we want to accomplish in the life that we have coming up, how much power we are going to bring in to to facilitate that rather than because if we brought 100 percent of our power it would blow our brain out uh or do you, something. you can't hold it you can't hold it yeah can't yeah hold it. 
you know, I can't speak to that. I, I certainly wouldn't disagree with it because my focus is living extremely happy while in physical form. That's my whole focus. So you have to follow someone like that and understand the energy of the soul. Because when the day we die, our milk carton stays here, but the energy leaves. Yeah. The carton's left behind. But everybody in the physical, you know, it's like, hey, look at these two guys kind of losing their hair. They got beards. They got glasses. That isn't who we are. No, I'm still 18. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's not who we are. We're here to be of service. And that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. You know, it's amazing as I work with people when when I show them because I have. Through this, I've learned, you know, I'm an energetic empath. I'm highly, 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 highly intuitive. Uh and have a number of other gifts that I've come aware of in this 30 year piece. So I'm able to do a meditation. I can show somebody exactly what their energies are coming through their chakras, exactly what their life lessons are and how to integrate those into the physical, how they integrate into the physical, because it takes a complete change in your thought process but the moment you do it, you feel it. You're like, I want more, whatever that is, bring it on. Cause that just feels great. And the thing that feels so great is the authentic you. Mm -hmm. This isn't a concept. It's not some idea. It's your energy that you connect with. And the more you're focused on that energy, the more you can connect with other people's energy and people's lives. <laughs> My coaching business is really fascinating. Number one, I have no contracts. And I work with executives and CEOs and business owners. Very highly unusual. 90-day minimum, no contract, 30-day cancellation. That's it. I give 100% success guarantee or money back. 100%. And the client can write the guarantee. I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Because when they get it, they get it. If they don't, they don't. They can have their money back. But it's never happened. And the other thing that's unusual is these clients stay with me a long time. Right now, four clients over five years. That's unusual. One client just left after eight. That's even more unusual. No contracts. Why do they stick around? Because... It's expansion. Your, your business doesn't change. Your life changes. Your relationship at home changes. Your relationship with the children, with your partner, with the people you work with. You don't need business advice. You need clarity about your life because when you understand who you are, you know what choices to make. You know there isn't very seldom do I get on the phone with anybody. It's like, <laughs> how should we never talk? How should I handle this business situation? The only time uh, we talk is maybe when they've got a client that's upset. It's like, yeah, it's time to throw them off the bus. I mean, they don't appreciate you. So, you know, open the back door. Let's get some room for more appreciation. Because the number one ingredient in a successful business relationship is mutual appreciation. Mm -hmm. Without it, run. 
because all most you people are, most people are scared. You know, it's like they look at the bottom line and they look at how much this particular client is bringing in, and it's like, and but but and so they keep it and they keep it running that way. But it, it, their energy gets lower and lower and lower. And mm-hmm. if they would have recognized, at least from my perspective, if they would have recognized that if they were to let that energy go a new energy will fill the void that is much more powerful than that energy of the left. That makes sense. But the, the energy you need to let go of is energy coming from any stories inside you and see why the story is creating it. And then you can, you can choose and then you write a new story in the moment. You can write a new story right here, right now, you know, People work with goals. Don't work with a goal. Work with intentions. Goals are in the physical. If it's in the physical, you're in limitation. If you're describing it, you're trying to outthink the universe. Right. So it's like the dog. You know how it feels. And you'll feel that way when you're with the dog. Mm-hmm. A couple of other things. Yeah, I want one a little older and it's great. Very clear. Very clear. But like you said, does it really matter who the dog is? There'd probably be, yeah, size. I'm concerned about size, but you know, here it is and the perfect one will show up. And that it will. Been, yep. That has been that has been my experience about virtually everything in the last twenty years of my life. Um, yeah. as, when I need it, it will show up and including people like you, by the way, we're talking with, uh, Bill Heinrich and, uh, you can go to his website, which is true life purpose He's got programs. You learn about him. You can buy his book, uh, seven levels of truth, all kinds of stuff that's there. And I highly suggest that you, that you go there. He's, he's, he's been through the wars and he came out the other side and is, and, understands a lot more about himself and other people. Anyone that's not happy with their life or, or feels like they know there's more to life, go to speak to bill, speak to bill.com and you can do a 20 minute clarity session with me. Cool. However, I only work with people that are committed and clear. In other words, I have people fill out an application. Yeah. Are you committed? One to 10. How committed are you? Six. It's like, okay, catch me when you get to a 10. Cause I don't have time to convince anybody of anything. I got too many people I'm working with where we aren't just creating great things. We're, we're creating, we're changing thousands of lives with these energies. I've got people all around the world that I've worked with. And as their energy changes, the energy changes all around them. So uh, I'm not, I, I'm not in this for the money. I charge a fee because I have to run a business. I'm here to empower others so they can go empower others because that's what happens. You know, the coolest thing about that is when you're working with a CEO or an executive, you're not just working with them. If they have a thousand employees, you're touching all of those employees because Mm -hmm. of his behavior will change and he will then present opportunities for those employees to grow as well. Because that's what Mm -hmm. he recognizes is Mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example of that. You get to pick one. Accountability or responsibility? 
Uh, the A word is always the tough one. Accountability. Okay. No. From an energetic place, you want responsibility. You want to be responsible for everything in your life. When you're accountable, you're a victim. You have to answer to someone else. And when you're responsible and you know who you are, you don't answer to anyone. You're very confident with who you are. I'm not here to protect anything. I'm just here to speak the truth and to be of benefit. If I can't be, I can live. You can do whatever your thing is. You know, I don't have any problem with that. Be responsible for everything in your life. And when you're responsible for everything in your life, you are owning your power. And the universe responds to energy, to vibration only. So the more responsible your vibration is, <laughs> the more the universe will just drop in your lap. That's It's all an energetic equation. Accountability <laughs> is, does this look okay? Is this going to work? Did I do okay? It's not collaboration. See, we can be responsible and equal and collaborate on something, mm -hmm. right? And when something gets created, you say, "Yeah, well, I don't like that." It's like, okay, what color do we want? Oh, okay, great, whatever. Let's you know, let's just do it. You know, when you when you say that, one of the other things that um, two words that that are not interchangeable, but people use them as such. One is. I'm reacting to the situation <laughs> or I'm responding to the situation. And they're, they're two different, they're two different ways of being. Um, you're, and when you're responding, not necessarily, but it could be, there's not enough clarity. I was still put responding very close to reacting. When you have reaction, just take the C out of it and put it on the front. Contracting <laughs> creation. Oh, I, I would need to spell that out to get that. Yeah. Creation. Don't be in reaction, be in creation. Yeah. Then you're responding from a place of love. Exactly. That's, that's very good. I need to write that down. Actually, I'll review this on positivetalkradio.net. I get all the, all the shows I've on the post are like, oh, I just, there's been some that. Uh, I'm just going to have to go back and listen to this again. I, I've been trying to take notes and I can't keep up, you know, because like, <laughs> this is all pure truth. This is pure truth. This isn't mine. This is what I've learned. This is all of our birthright. Peace, love, joy, and freedom is our birthright. Abundance, all of it. It's our birthright. If you connect with your birthright, you will have all of that. If you live in the physical, you will be in, you will be, totally and completely in survival bill i have to tell you something i've been doing this for 20 years i had the opportunity and then deepak is always still on my uh, uh bucket list but i've interviewed neil donald walsh and gary zukoff and and a ton of um and and bill as well and when we talk about what we're talking about, it's universal. You yeah. may have read the different book. You may have seen the different thing, but it comes from your heart. And everybody is saying, you know, with, with very small deviations, everybody's saying the same thing. Uh, they're saying portions of it. 
Yes, based upon their portions of it. They yeah. aren't. They aren't. They aren't speaking to it as a whole. Okay, and I like uh, Eckhart. You know, I was CEO of Wisdom of the World, and we interviewed Deepak and Bob Proctor and Thich Nhat Hanh and all these other people, and made wisdom films out of them. You can see them on YouTube now. But <clears throat> they, everybody comes from an angle, you know, and like Eckhart Tolle, where he comes from you know, is he comes from a place of surrender. Okay. Mm -hmm. But surrenders, the gift I've been given is to take very complex things and make them simple so that anyone can understand them. That's, that's my greatest gift. So people can really get it. And when I developed my coaching program and found out that I could figure out what a person's divine gifts were, the seven levels of truth. I started playing with it. I'm like, well, this sucks because it doesn't stick. Right. I don't want to be a parlor uh, psychic, you know, where I sit down. Oh yeah. And you pay me 200 bucks and leave. And I go do it again. No, I want it to be permanent. That's why I give a hundred percent guarantee. And frankly, that guarantee to a large degree scares a lot of people, right? They either think I'm crazy or I'm right. And either one of those is not good for them if they don't want to change their life. <laughs> well, that's so true. Isn't it? I mean, really? And a lot of people say they want to change, but deep down they don't want to do uh, the work. No. They people want to change for one reason. Uh, you won't be able to guess what it is, I would say. I, I I would say they don't want to change because number one, it's uncomfortable. Um, and, and they're only interested in change because there's something going on that they need to fix or somebody that they need to, to work better with or to, or somebody doesn't love them. And so they, they are going to have somebody fix them so that they'll get become more lovable or something along those lines. Am I close? It's, you're very close. You actually said the opposite of it to begin with. The only reason people change is unwillingness. Unwillingness to remain a certain way any longer. Uh, that's true. And they always think it's something else. You know? Like, it's always external. No, it's always internal. <laughs> but people yeah. people want it to be external because I'm external. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a good guy. I'm not. It has to be that son of a bitch that's causing me all this yeah. pain. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, I did. He was talking to himself though. He wasn't talking <laughs> to me. Because <laughs> exactly. you can't anything you judge, you are. There's a bumper sticker for you. It's true too. Yeah, the world's a mirror. Mm -hmm. And the, the beauty of it is the instant gratification. Because as we understand these things that are blocking us, standing in our way and holding us back, and we make a choice, boom, you instantly get more energy and you get an instant result. Instant, boom. Not 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 30 minutes. Like, boom, there it is. That's the way the universe works. And you clean room for more power. The more mm -hmm. toxins you move out, the more power you have. The more power you have, the more options you have, the more awareness you have, the more clarity you have. Then you're able 
you know, like I've got one client I'm working with and whose wife uh, is a doomsdayer. And this is just really, it's her, and you know what the irony of it is? I mean, she's really deep into it, right? The irony of it is a person that is that deep into it is so brilliant and has so much power, they're terrified of themselves. Because there's duality in the universe. There's always duality. But so she's always trying to drag him in. And he's like, no, I understand the situation. And we have these choices. And let me know when you want to make one. If you want to argue and get upset, you can go do that. I'm going to go have dinner. I, like, I'm not participating. You don't need to when you have clarity. Yeah. Because you don't, you know, you don't have to get wrapped up in all those emotions. And and the things like fear and and hate and division and all those things because if if the world's coming to an end and and it's if there is such separation there between between some people and that and that is not the, the, in the physical it's all about separation <coughs> in the, the non-physical there's no separation right in the non-physical there's no city there's no county there's no state there's no country there's no different flags <laughs> there's no different names there's people who are all a vibration that are all equal and are all packed with love and don't know how to share it. And we don't get to find that out until most of us don't get to find that out until it's our last day here. And then we get to go back home mm -hmm. and going back home is the, for some of us is the most unbelievable experience because they had no idea mm -hmm. and, and stuff. And so, you know, but that's, that's okay. Because they, they'll mm -hmm. figure it out, and we'll all figure it mm -hmm. out, and we just let it be. That's, by mm -hmm. the way, that's the gospel according to Paul McCartney. Just let it be. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and everything is going to be, everything's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. How can you enhance it? How can you bring love to it? How can you make somebody else's life better? Uh, how how can how can you smile at somebody? Well, why mm -hmm. not smile at somebody? Just just for the heck of it, uh, you mm -hmm. know. And say you something. Know. Like, you know, I was I, I, I was at the. It was weird yesterday, Bill. I was at the uh, dog at the at the um, kennel. What's well, actually the the uh, county facility? And two people had found a dog. Had found two dogs in 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 the parking lot. And so they brought the dogs into the facility so that, and then they were going to take the dogs. Now these are two people who were just trying to get their groceries and 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 we're in the, in the parking lot they stopped got the dogs took them to county county gave them a, an address where they were going to take the dogs to a um someone who's going to house them as a rescue and until they got uh, feeling everything was feeling better and stuff and so i was just standing there listening to the story and i just said you know i just want to thank you for doing what you're doing and mm -hmm. it's it's amazing and they were like uh, you know you don't have i don't you don't have to thank me i just kind of you know it's like no you you really are acting like you know angels among us and thank you mm -hmm. for, for doing that and it surprised them and was in many ways shocking to them because that's not to, well, that's not what they normally hear mm -hmm. they hear why do, Why would you bother with a couple of dogs? You were getting your groceries at Sunday night, 
at six o'clock and you should go home and, and the heck with them. Somebody else will take care of it. Mm-hmm. They weren't true. They weren't yeah. gonna let that happen. They're just their energy, they were just they're too connected to animals. Yeah. Energetically. It wasn't even an intellectual decision. They just had to do it. <laughs> well, for him, it would have been a little bit more intellectual than her. She was like all in and he was she, like, she was the one connected. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what it would have been. You know, one of the things everybody wants to remember is this. Here's a saying for you. Fear knocked on the door and love answered. But no one was there. They can't coexist. That's right. They cannot coexist. And you cannot create fear in the non-physical. It's impossible. You can only create fear from your past. That is, there's another bumper sticker, by the way, just so you know. Um, (laughs) By the way, is there going to be another book coming out? There is. There is. I figured. I actually have another book. It's called Clarity Has No Story. And, and your listeners, way, you can, you can, can go get to life free. Oh, very nice. They can go to myfreebook.me. Myfreebook.me. It's free and it's all about me. Myfreebook.me. And you can get a copy of Clarity Has No Story. I have one that I'm releasing within 60 days. Um, on intuition. It's going to be really fascinating. Will you come back so that we can talk about that? Sure. <laughs> sure, I'd love to. I'd love uh, conversing with you. We love talking about stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. And because uh, we're all there is. Yeah. There's nothing else. But people don't recognize that. And it's mm-hmm. it's kind of it's too bad. But um, so that book is, is it in, uh, is it being edited now or is it uh, on, or is it past My that? next one? Yeah. Um, no, it'll be going to edit shortly. It's, it, I've decided to start writing shorter books because I have so many different topics I can write about and I want to write them in a, a quicker, more digestible format for people so they don't get into like, uh, Power versus Forest with 387 pages. And, you know, my book, Clair- <clears throat> um, The Seven Levels of Truth, is a couple hundred. Clarity has no stories, about 100 pages. More about the message. Yes. And your message is awesome, by the way. But you know that. I found that out a while ago. But, and the cool thing is, and I just and you tell me if you believe this because I I kind of do. You understand the message, but it's not your message. You're just the messenger. None of it's mine, and all of it's ours. And that is an empowering statement all by itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. We're all the same. We're all just energy. It's like Deepak Chopra says, if you look at us chemically with the particles and everything, we're all made up of the same stuff. We are. And, you know, I they first learned that. I grew up Lutheran. 
And I first learned that when, because when I grew up Lutheran, it was like, well, we're in a war. Well, those are bad people. And we've got this and we got, those are bad people. And if they don't believe what we believe, then they're bad people. And I didn't understand that until one day I was reading Conversations with God uh, by Neil Donald Walsh. And, and in there, God says that one, one of the major rules is that we are all one. Mm-hmm. There is no separation, that we are all one. And if humanity would learn that and accept it, it would change everything. Change everything. Yeah. And that would be a lot more fun. If we could if we could recognize that it doesn't matter who you love, doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't matter what you drive. Well, and everyone needs to know that even with the chaos, anger, hate, and rage in the world, you can still have it and still live it. And you can live it in your own world and have a very big impact and influence on everyone around you. It's very possible. I live a life that, you know, people go, well, what's going to happen when I work with you? You know, tell me what's going to happen. And it's like, I've got some good news and bad news. The bad news first, you don't have the capacity to understand what I would explain to you. The good news is you will in 60 days. <laughs> oh, that's cool. It'll happen fast, right? But people don't have the capacity to understand it. Until they do. Until they start being it. Stop doing. Your life purpose is not what you are doing. It is who you are being. That is so true. That is so true. By the way, we've been doing this for an hour. It goes fast. <laughs> it goes and, um, really fast. And so I want to honor your time. and But I want to give you an opportunity to tell our audience the ones that are listening now, the ones that are going to be listening in the future, anything that you would like them to know. You have a very special purpose. And every heart in the universe has a desire for your purpose. And your purpose isn't survival. You probably know what it is and are afraid of it. Just be aware of what it isn't and stay away from that. Stop being defensive. Defensiveness is the root of all evil. Everybody's in defensiveness, defending this, defense. Do you like my new car? I wasn't going to buy it, but that, 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 and it's a defensive statement to seek approval, you know, but just live your life with gratitude, abundance, and love, and watch what happens. It's an amazing experience. Is it perfect? No, I'm still in physical form. I'm still on earth. But I'll tell you what. It's way beyond anything most people can comprehend. That's for certain. Well, and you're even your uh, the perception of what good and bad is or what is. There is no such thing. Yeah. It's all the degree. <laughs> that answers of, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, then there's if there's no, yeah, no, it does. And by it's the way, an energy, the energy, you're gaining energy or you're losing energy. And what people deem as bad, first of all, is a judgment and it's very subjective, um, but it's depletion of energy. So true. Not so a good true. vibration. 
Thank you, sir. I really appreciate having you. And I, Kevin, I, thank I, you. On the show. It's fun to do this. We need to do it again. I would love to do it again. You've asked some great questions and uh, you're uh, far more in tune with what I'm discussing, you know, than a lot of hosts. A lot of hosts are like, whoa, you're blowing my mind, you know. <laughs> uh, but you have, you, you know, I appreciate your understanding of it because it's. Well, it is, it is the, in my, in my humble opinion, what we've been talking about for the last hour is divine truth. That's it. The only, the only thing that's true is your vibration. Yep. The rest of it is subjective to opinion. I have a, uh, just a real quick story before we go. I was a bus driver for 12 years and in Seattle. And there might be 60, 70 people on the bus. I learned that I can control the energy of, of everybody to a degree mm -hmm. by my behavior driving the bus. Mm -hmm. And I could make it happier. I could, and there are a lot of buttheads that are bus drivers, and I could make it worse. But if, depending upon how I treated each individual, I could change the energy within the bus. It was remarkable. So it's, it's just a vibration. That's and it. you want, do you know what's interesting about that? It can't be blocked. That's also true. You can't block it. Intellectually, you can block things, but your heart can't. Right. Right. That, that's what's powerful. It is indeed. It is indeed. Again, Bill Heinrich, thank you so much for being here. And we need Kevin, to do thank you for having me. You betcha. See if you'll stay right there. I will be right to bake. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to one another because each other's all we got.